Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen of the Pop Culture Corner. My name's Ty, and I am the creator and host of the Pop Culture Update and many other shows on the Pop Culture Corner. Today, and for the next few videos, we're going to be doing something a little bit different, a little bit out of the box. We're going to be telling you a story over four episodes, so a mini documentary series about the air cut and what it means. So, hashtag release the air cut, hashtag restore the Snyderverse. But in order to tell this story correctly, we need time and we needed to split it into multiple episodes. I think it's going to be beneficial for you, the viewer. Uh, so one episode will debut per week. So something to look forward to. And members will get access first. So if you're a member of the channel, you will get access before anyone else. Um, you'll get access. Uh, it's not determined yet, but um, whether it'll be a day or, you know, uh, something like that. But it will be something. Um, guys, with that being said, make sure to smash that like button. Share the show across social media and to the stars above, okay? And subscribe. Ring that notification bell. If you're new to the channel, make sure that you know that we love you and you truly are the lifeblood of the Pop Culture Corner. A special thank you to our members and uh, all of our codes and, and discounts can be found in the the description below for TubeBuddy, for Sattva, all of them below. Guys, I use TubeBuddy myself for SEO. It's amazing. Um, it optimizes your video. Uh, and then for Sattva, uh, we can get you discounts on uh, mattresses and other luxury bedding items. All right, guys, let's get into the story. story correctly, we need to travel back to a few years ago to be able to fully tell David Ayer's story and what hashtag release the air cut means, what it means to those who support it. Now, let's head back a few years. Man of Steel was a start, and so Warner Brothers brought Snyder back for a second film. One that would hopefully boost and expand an interconnected DC universe. Indeed, it wasn't until Batman v Superman, Donna Justice, that Snyder was able to start enacting plans to build out a series of films that all took place in the same universe. Marvel released five standalone movies before getting to the Avengers. Warner Brothers wanted to fast-forward this process and expand upon the recent Man of Steel and its sequel as a sort of mini-Justice League prequel. Batman v Superman announced in 2013... And Snyder set about developing that film and casting new roles for fan-favorite characters, Batman, Wonder Woman, Aquaman, and The Flash, 
to team up their own standalone movies. And in September of 2014, Warner Brothers put Suicide Squad on the front burner as well as hiring Training Day and Fury filmmaker David Ayer to write and direct this gritty anti-hero filled team-up film. By that time, Ayer was already on strict and tight schedule. He had only six weeks to write the screenplay with casting occurring simultaneously. Offers went out to the folks like Ryan Gosling, Gyllenhaal, Tom Hardy, and while they eventually passed, Ayer was able to assemble an A-list ensemble led by Will Smith and Margot Robbie, both coming off production of the action drama film Focus. Filming of The Suicide Squad actually went pretty smoothly. Ben Affleck shot a cameo to further connect the film to Batman v Superman, and Jared Leto was touted as the new Joker, having just won an Oscar for his work in Dallas Buyers Club. And... A few weeks after filming wrapped in 2015, Air and the cast made a surprise appearance at San Diego Comic-Con 2015, where they unveiled a sizzle reel of footage that promised a dark, a gritty, a twisted, action-packed thriller based on the DC Comics title. The crowd went nuts. Our first look at a Joker since Heath Ledger. Super villains ever put to celluloid. Please give a huge Comic Con welcome to director David Ayer! Thank you, Aisha, for uh, having us. We uh, were just shooting last night in Toronto, but we had to come down because we had to come in and report in the Hall H because you guys run this shit. <laughs> kind of played out right now. It's time for bad versus evil, right? It's about... Time for a movie about bad guys. And who's got the best bad guys out there? DC Comics, best villains ever. Now, I'm not trying to start no, you know, East Coast, West Coast feud with Marvel Comics now. But hey, someone's got to say the truth, all right? Now, I got a little uh, little footage I want to show you guys. We've been working really hard. Unfortunately, a lot of people with iPhones have been running around grabbing it. So it's a little something I found on the Internet that I'd like to show you. But it was clear, this was a different take on the character altogether. The funny thing about the sizzle reel is, it was never actually meant to be seen by larger audiences, ever, period. When the footage was shown in the room at San Diego Comic-Con, it leaked online in a low-quality version Warner Brothers scrambled and had to decide what to do. Allow the version of the first footage from this highly, highly anticipated DC movie to continue to spread on YouTube or upload the high-resolution version for all to see online. Ultimately, choosing to do the latter, 
this was not an actual teaser trailer meant to lure in general audiences, but instead a reel for fans at Comic-Con who are familiar with the territory, familiar with the material, familiar with the characters. Fun fact, ever since that debacle, Warner Brothers has refused to show Comic-Con exclusive footage. Instead, they release everything day and date with uh, the show, uh, you know, whatever happens at all H, and then plus um, it goes online uh, within like the hour. Um, And we've seen that studios adopting that uh, now is kind of the norm. The irony is, if it weren't for that Comic-Con reel, we may never have known what the tone of the Suicide Squad was originally supposed to be. Reaction to the Comic-Con footage was positive. But when the film's first teaser dropped in January 2016, the tone was way different. The footage opened with Queen's Bohemian Rhapsody. Is this the real life? Let me have you, Donald, please. And heavily emphasized more Marvel-esque moments with the cast. This was so much different than what we had saw from the Comic-Con trailer that it was the first red flag. It was clear that Warner Brothers was now trying to sell Suicide Squad as their own version of Guardians of the Galaxy, which was a massive success in 2014. Warner Brothers was so headstrong on building out this DCEU that Snyder was already weeks away from beginning filming on the first Justice League. And then Batman v Superman not only got hammered by critics, but box office receipts weren't overwhelmingly positive, even though it ended up grossing nearly $900 million worldwide, which is absolutely a lot of money. But for the first live-action film to team up the two most popular characters in pop culture and in the world, Warner Brothers and the rest of us expected a lot more. There's a whole story there. We'll tell that soon. And if you want to hear me tell that story, then feel free to smash the like button. If you like this video, make sure to smash that like button, guys. Uh, Subscribe. It means the world to us. Again, this is part one of four. um, So this series will be spread into four uh, sections. Then, WB executive Kevin Tushihara later forced out of his position because of a sex scandal. You can't make this shit up. Reportedly was mad about damage to the brand. And the studio started getting extremely nervous about the tone of Ayer's Suicide Squad. They sent the film back for expensive and extensive reshoots to add more humor. And went so far as to hire editors of trailers. The same editors from the trailer of the Bohemian Rhapsody version to take a pass at editing the whole entire film. What? While audiences and fans were still eagerly looking forward 
two of the Suicide Squad, they had no idea just what was brewing behind the scenes of the film. It was being frantically reshaped by the studio to give it that more Marvel-esque feel. Or given the Edward Scissorhands treatment, as David elegantly called it in a recent interview, when Suicide Squad was released in August of 2016, it was a box office hit. And and in general, audiences kind of seemed to like it. To Suicide Squad, although critics weren't much kinder to Suicide Squad than they were to Batman v Superman, singling out its disorienting focus and distracting soundtrack. It was clear from the first 30 minutes that at least in this cut of the film, the movie didn't really know what it wanted to be and settled on it. They said, let's try three different opening scenes with wildly different songs all in a row, a la three different entrances for uh, Will Smith, a.k.a. Deadshot. Floyd Lawton. Air would eventually admit that his soulful drama was beaten into a comedy in the editing room. The theatrical cut did not reflect his intended vision for the movie. He cited the negative response to Batman v Superman, but also the success of R-rated comedy, Deadpool, as reasons why WB was adamant about recutting Suicide Squad and removing its more dramatic elements. There is much more to tell in this story, and this is only part one. In the next video, we will talk about hashtag release the Snyder Cut and hashtag release the air cut campaigns and what the fans have done since all these fiascos that Warner Brothers produced. A lot has changed, and a lot keeps changing in the development of this story. And we support the director or the creator's right to tell their story. We stand with David Ayer and all creators. For Ayer, he's ready to put Suicide Squad behind him. But are we? While he voiced support for fans who wanted Warner Brothers to release his cut of the movie, a version he says is mature and a cut edited by Lee Smith, built on the existing work of editor John Gilroy and containing exactly zero radio songs. On July 29th, Air released a rough final note to fans affirming the theatrical version of Suicide Squad is not his cut, but also explaining why he'll never tell his side of the story. He wished Gunn and WB well before concluding by saying he's done talking about the Suicide Squad or, as we like to call it, the air cut. But that leaves me to question. We need to stand up and we need to ask for this movie. I know I've had issues in the past with the air cut movement, but I think it's time that we amp this up a little bit. With its tie-ins to Justice League, I think it's a sure hit for HBO Max. 
Um, and I, I really do think it's a win for everybody. Uh, as David puts it, it is ready to go. It does need a little work, probably a couple million dollars, but a couple million dollars for a project on HBO Max, a couple million dollar project from Warner Brothers standards goes a long way on HBO Max, especially something that directly references or hopefully includes uh, setups for J- Zack Snyder's Justice League. The DCEU, I think fans just want that that DCEU to be seen as much as possible before, you know, whatever happens, happens. And I can't blame them for it. I'm one of them. Guys, this is part one of four. I have three more epic, epic, epic videos coming. Two are already shot. This is the third one, uh, but this is the first one. Um, and I am super excited for you to see them. Um, we go into so much detail about the movement, what it's done, etc., so on and so forth. Um, and hopefully, hopefully, we can get on the uh, person that runs the AirCut account. Uh, I think having his support, or, or their support, I should say, um, you know, would be a, a great thing for, for this little docu-series that we're going to do, chronicling the story of David Ayer's Suicide Squad. I figure if, you know, I want to, I want to tell it. I want to tell the, I, I want to tell the story and I want to tell it my way. And I want to tell it with a little bit of a bias because I am a fan. Um, so, and, and I hope my audience likes it. Guys, make sure to smash that like button, share the show across social media and subscribe. If you're new here, Make sure to ring that notification bell so you don't miss any future uploads. If you want to help support the channel further, become a member and or send a super chat while we're live. All proceeds go back into the show. It's just me running the show now, so I could use all the help I can get. Um, Guys, we do it for you, and we do it for the culture.